What is up, guys? We're back at it. School of Hard Knocks. You got Coach Rod. Coach Max. And we got a special guest today. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Coach Rich. Damn. Woo. I like that deep voice, bro. Like the, uh, yeah, like it's very sensual. It's kind of like a Barry White, bro. He's gonna, like, I can't do a Barry White voice, but. He's going to start reciting uh, poems. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Old school, like, R&B that kind of gets you in the mood, bro. Yes. So, uh, so check this out, guys. We got uh, the seasons have changed, bro. It's a little cool outside, dude. We got uh, our great first freeze. <laughs> I mean, a freeze, bro, but it feels like a freeze, man. But, One of many. Yeah. But uh, our, like, short uh, winters here, which I absolutely dislike, but it's a good little change of pace, dude, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? We get to close the doors in the gym. Uh, it gets a little fresh outside, dude. You know what I mean? It kind of changes the moods and the tides, which isn't a bad thing, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it's awesome, dude. You got uh, Cassie's already outfitting the gym, bro. She took down all the Halloween gear, and now we got the Christmas trees up. The Nutcrackers, bro, we're back, yeah, dude. We're back. Yeah. Guarding, Guarding the gym. Guarding the gym. Got Santa in the strong room in the back. Yeah, man. It's looking real... Uh, Real Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Right? <laughs> All we gotta do is add like uh, gotta add like scents to the gym now, bro. Like burn incense while people are walking in the door, so that way they get that uh, potpourri. Potpourri. What's the scent that's associated with Christmas, dude? Like when you think of Christmas, I think of like like apple, like pumpkin spice type stuff you know what i mean like thanksgiving time ish like that's gonna be uh, yeah like apple pie or something right like yeah like apple pie sense, what do you think right? i'd say probably like piney piney peppermint Pepper. spearmint type yeah. sense right like that's kind of what's uh i like that i don't know man since the last talk we had dude so we threw down with uh leah last week in here and uh one of my favorite parts of the talk man was like talking about like our like what's our favorite thanksgiving like dish or meal and stuff like that and since we had that talk it's been on my mind dude <laughs> it's been on my mind bro yeah, yeah yeah dude and uh so we had a friendsgiving this past weekend dude with our high high school friends and um a lot of them come to the gym dude so you see them here as well too but uh and i think i mentioned this in the last pod podcast as well that that i don't like to spoil Thanksgiving Day food beforehand, you know what I mean? So, like, before Thanksgiving, like, I won't eat the potlucks and I won't do... So, when I went over there, <clears throat> everyone's looking at me like, the fuck, like, why didn't you eat, bro, whatever it was. I told them, I don't want to spoil it, dude. Like, I like saving the food for that day, you know what I mean? Okay. And, uh, but I did have, I had a little side of corn, just, like, corn, just regular corn, <laughs> and then I had, like, three pieces of, like, dark, dark meat. There you go. So, like... I still wouldn't say that classifies as a full-on Thanksgiving, Bro, like, lunch or whatever, you know, so. I pulled, a, I pulled a rod this past weekend, too, mm -hmm. right at Friendsgiving, and uh, everyone was munching out. They brought a potluck and everything. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Myra. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, she invited us over. Maya. Everyone, yeah. Maya. Everyone ate and everything. Everyone had a good time, but... I was like just drinking old fashions. <laughs> hey, yeah. That's the best part. Staying warm. Yeah, dude. I didn't eat. I stayed true. I was like, I'm gonna pull a rod. I told nice, everyone, I'm gonna pull a rod. I'm gonna pull a rod. Yeah. So bro, nice, I'm gonna dude. savor it. I usually throw down like, you know. Yeah, dude. So I'm gonna savor it this year, bro. And I think I've done it in the past where like 
I did eat like a, like we had a school function or like a work thing or whatever yeah. it was, you know what I mean? And it's, I mean, it's good food, bro, you know what I mean? But then you get to Thanksgiving, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I already had it, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, man, can't wait for it. It's a big day, dude. Included with that day, we brought it up last week as well, too. If you've been a veteran of HK, you know the turkey throwdown. Or you guys, you know what it's about, you know what it means. Um, Ed- Edinburgh's going to get to experience it for the first time. That's cool. Annual. First annual, dude. First one, man. So <laughs> super excited for them. I know a lot of them kind of like, they're like, is it a competition? I told them, no, 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 no. No, you don't have to sign up for this. You don't have to register. Sure. Yeah. Just show up, man. It gives these guys a chance to kind of create the community that we want. You get everyone in the same room. Give thanks, bro, of course, for everything that we have. That's uh, so Thanksgiving's about, of course, but it also gives us a chance to throw down, get vulnerable with those that we hang out with a lot throughout the week, man. You know what I mean? But it gives us a chance. Sometimes you won't see, I don't know, one of your friends or maybe someone that you did class with for months and then schedules change and you haven't seen them in a while dude because time time frames change yeah and that kind of gives us a chance to get everyone in the same room man and just fucking have fun and throw down and burn some calories expend some energy before we actually consume them mm-hmm. later recharge. in the day for your recharge the recharge baby the reset <laughs> dude so i'm excited for that day yeah man it's gonna be sweet bro it's gonna be cool man 8 a.m guys thursday thanksgiving day is when it goes down dude so day of day of man so we'll have uh hard knocks brownsville 8 a.m class starts and then we'll have our 8 a.m going down in edinburgh as well too mm-hmm. so yeah man look out for that guys if you can make it, bring a loved one, bring a friend. Uh, it's community-based, man, so that's what it's about. You know what I mean? Awesome. Get people moving. So, um, want to start off, though, man. So we got Big Rich, Coach Rich. Not much of an intro, but I think people know who you are if they're listening to this already. But uh, just tell us a little, little bit about yourself, man. Give us a little bit of background about what you do, who you are, what you're about, and any extra you want to throw into it. All right, so guys, it's good to be back more than anything. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to come back. Um, but if you guys know me for the years, I mean, started off as a here as an athlete. Started off here, coming to the gym, and then from there, just opened that new door and thought about it. You know what? Take that leap and just went into coaching. I mean, I've always had a passion for it more than anything, and I love helping others, whether it's you know achieving new strengths or something that they maybe thought they couldn't be possible and they overcome it, overcoming that fear more than anything. That was probably the biggest key where having that guidance to help an individual, giving them that confidence more than anything was was really key for me and you see it in their faces. I mean when they hit a PR where, you know, individuals today they start climbing a rope. Mm-hmm. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Like that's something that's more fulfillment versus possessions, money, or anything else that I would say. Um, my background, man, I everything feels like a blur. I mean, looking into it, I mean, hasn't been that long, but it's already been like going on eight years, basically. Like, been in this field, I was like, whoa. I started this just like thinking, man, how more can I do? What more can I do in it? Each year, it's progressed, climbing up that mountain, and that's where I was like, after the injury, I was like, where else can I take this? What level can I achieve? And it was more of a mental and emotional phase that maybe I was missing out back then. 
because I was so much more uh, focused on the physical part that now it's, I don't know, it's like that term that Kobe says, are you the, are you the same animal but a different beast, something like that. Mm -hmm. So like that. It's, been, it's been good, it's been a ride. I mean, this journey isn't easy. There's a purpose why I'm still here today. And I'm still trying to figure it out, but man, the doors are, the doors are opening up and I'm happy. Love you, man. That's life, bro. It's like you said right now, man. You know, it's kind of the, uh, it's it's kind of the voyage that we make on this uh, on this thing that we call life, dude. You know, this short life that we have, uh, this short time that we have on Earth. It's, it's a big trip, dude. You know, and um, it's what you make of it, bro. You know, and uh, wanted to ask you right now, man. So uh, you said you kind of been in the field for eight for eight years. I mean, dude, that's a good amount of time, man. Because you're pretty young. You're how old, Rich? 29, about to be 30 at the end of the month. Damn, boy. Okay, you're getting up there, dude. All right. So, I'm <laughs> three. Yeah, dude. Oh, so, no. So, still young, man. You know what I mean? So, let's just say you got into this when you were 20, 21, then at that point, right? Into the field. And I know uh, before you started getting into like larger classes and stuff, you did a lot of PT on the side, right? And that's kind of how you got your start in the field. Um, I think for. I mean, a lot of us coaches, that's how we get our start as well, too. Sometimes we get into PT, we start one-on-ones, or maybe vice versa, you know what I mean? But I think there's a good, there, there's a lot to learn from either or and doing both at one time. And there's a lot to pull from those two sides of fitness when it comes to, like, uh, whatever position you hold within a facility or gym or whatever it is that you do in that sense, you know what I mean? So, uh, I wanted to ask you, man, so what's... What has been one of the more impactful things that you've got gone through as far as like being in the field, being exposed to different facilities where you've worked and stuff like that, but what have you really grabbed from those multiple uh, uh, settings that's kind of made up what you do now? As far as programming goes, your style, what you like, uh, what you believe to be what works for individuals. So as far as programming or coaching, right, there's not a one-size-fits-all. That's probably my biggest key, and it's just one thing I always say. It's like what maybe works for this athlete, whether it's a coaching cue or you know movement, may not work for the next individual. I think having a variety, or you know, just having different options for it, for a member, for an athlete, just to find a way to improve their their level of fitness or performance has been probably the biggest key because it's hey, you can't just slowly just focus in on say hey powerlifting or hey just all lifting like that's the the king of everything like no it's having that variety having a different set of tools more than anything it's like going into today and it's just sometimes even more emotional some people are like hey man we're gonna do this today it's like man i'm not feeling this today although okay what else do i got in the toolbox you gotta meet them where they're at then yes right? yeah and it's having that, that that agreement more than anything because it's like say for example you have a goal for the athlete and maybe the athlete has their own goals but it's just meeting down in the middle and I think that's where coaching uh, comes a big key because it's having that communication. I'd say that's probably the biggest key, whether it's communication, it's like if they don't have your trust, then how are you going to earn it? Yeah. You get me? And that's probably been the biggest takeaway um, where we go to all these symposiums, all these you know certifications. I take note. I try to still be a sponge every single day and just learn like from what I like, what I dislike, you know, whether it's just being in a class or just hearing the class there in the side, it's like, okay, that was a good, that was a good cue. I was like, maybe I'll use that next time. Yeah. But it's having those those experiences that have helped, you know, transcend into my personal. And it's not just like 
a one-size-fits-all. Yeah. There's a variety. I love that, man. And one thing I want to know, guys, too, for those of y'all that are listening, uh, is that uh, Co- Coach Rich has, has been a, a huge part of our, the, as far as development goes here and continuing education and stuff like that. He's always down to go to all these certs and symposiums and conferences and stuff like that. And, and he's exposed us to a lot as well, too, or just brought it to light more like, hey, like they got this coming up. Next month, I think we all should go as a group and stuff, you know what I mean? So that's one thing that I really respect and admire about you is your constant pursuit of wanting to grow in the field itself. And it's not just this like, hey, this is the only thing we do. This is our niche, you know, like our our niche is very broad here, you right. know what I mean? And that's what I really love about the dynamic that we have and you have a huge part in that, man. So I just want to thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. I mean... It comes from comes from both of y'all actually. Like it comes from a lot of you guys too. It's like you and Max and everyone else. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. We're not just a gym. It's like, hey, this is a performance center. This is a facility. This is not just any other gym that you know you can come in do a class. It's like even if it's someone that we don't know, sometimes we're gonna get up in their face and say hello, and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like we give them that uncomfortable sentence. Like okay, they never addressed me like this before. It's like, hey, we're going to fix you. The experience. Yeah. Experience, man. Yeah. yeah. goes back to that. And I like going, what you were saying about have, like meeting athletes where they're at. Because there is no one size fits all. Mm-hmm. And there, I mean, there are for some things. Like there's one way to, there's multiple ways to stretch a pec, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to stretch a pec and most people are going to start at that 90 degree and, and they're going to feel it, right? So maybe that could be some cookie cutter stuff, right? But like when it comes to performance, when it comes to movement, not everybody's anatomy is the same size. You know, I mean, we all got bones and muscles, but it doesn't mean they're the same shape. It doesn't mean they're the same angles. So having tools in the toolboxes is a huge thing because it goes into giving more autonomy too. You're giving the athletes some choices now because you know the choices. And then it goes back to rich and in, in us trying to continue that education so that we can continue to provide more choices because like you said like our field's so broad that um, you can go to one course and live off that course for five years right and say you got the L1 or you can take that course and then take more courses right and you can be that person who continues the education on your own which is tough yeah. Like, no one's there fucking saying, hey, man, you better read. Hey, man, you better do some research. Like, no one's telling you shit, bro. So that's why our field is, is, is crazy because, like, it has to be done, like, from, from your why. Yeah. Which kind of segues into, like, like I call you, like, the comeback kid now. The comeback kid. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, um, we're going to kind of get into a conversation that, you know, might we get a little vulnerable if you're okay right. with that. Of course. Um, and for those that don't know, like, you suffered a pretty great injury, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you were gone for a while, bro. It felt like a long time, man. You know what I'm saying? And it was weird not having you around, I'll tell you that much. Like, like everyone has their own presence. Like, every coach has, like, a vibe here. Right. And, like, when we're all here, it's, like, really high... And when one's missing, though, it's kind of like, what's going on? Changes the You know what I mean? So, like, 
in this this injury that that you sustained, bro, um, the one thing that you love was kind of stripped away. Yeah. Um. So being that the physical aspect of growing was kind of in its own realm, how was that mental side that you had mentioned earlier that you said that it kind of brought about these mental emotions and mental strength that you didn't know you had? As far as like mental strength, like I knew that endure, right? That phrase or resilience, that was one big key that I'd always have to, was home to me, like it was part of me, I was like, okay, Life's gonna throw you curveballs, life's gonna punch you, you know, it's gonna knock you down, but it's like it's up to you if you wanna get back up or not. And so when the injury happened, it was one of those, like I still remember that night, like even like when it happened, I'm waking up and I'm just like, okay, I gotta get up. Something happened and I tried getting up, I was like, oh crap, I thought it was my back. And I was like, dang, I gotta rush to the hospital, I gotta get going. And it's like, they're like, you gotta get up, you gotta help us. Like, I was like, alright, like, we gotta find a way. It wasn't one of those, like, I can't. And that was one of those things that I was having to talk with my girl yesterday. And she was saying, like, when you were there, as far as a night of injury and the whole entire time in the hospital, you never had that possibility of saying, no, I'm not going to do this. It was always like, okay, I'm going to try. It's going to be tough. It's going to hurt. I mean, overcoming more than that was part of the mental toughness. And it's like... I don't know how to describe that feeling like I I've seen a lot of people as far as in the lifetime where there's people out there now and you know that do incredible things that have no limbs and they're still doing this you know whether you know we know a guy that I think he lives in Edinburgh or McAllen one of the mm-hmm. with just Big one foot. Big foot. Yeah, yeah him dude I was like man that's like inspiration like there was a lot of inspiration from that it's like I'm not dead yet that's the main thing. That was always one thing that I always remember. I was like, I'm not dead yet. There's a bigger purpose. So there's no there's no reason to give up now. That was one big thing. I I really, really true believe into that, that God saved me for a bigger purpose and I'm trying to show that purpose more than anything and give back. I feel like there's a lot more to give and yes I'm a big person, whatever, but I know I have a bigger heart and it's like okay. What difference can I make now? And it's like, how did the, what kind of, if you, we go back to it, right? We think about, the question is like, okay, how is the rich now compared to the rich then? Um, and back then, I'd say, I still have my, you know, I was focused, but not really focused. Like, I, I still had, you know, my, you know, my good times, you know, didn't really care that much. I was like, oh man, I'm like, I'm living the life here. I'm you know, doing well. I, you know, I make my own schedule. I can, performance is good. I, like, I had that where you start feeling invincible kind of thing aspect. And it's just one of those like, boom. Like, God just knocks you down and I'm just like, okay. It's like, take a step back, realize things. And that's where I say like a lot of the members, a lot of the people that are there for the moment checking up on me, I feel like that's where the bigger strength too, because it's like, okay, if I didn't have an impact, what was I going to leave behind? That was a big key when coming back, I was like, I have a chance to rewrite my story. I was like, a lot of people can still talk about the old rich, he was doing this, he was doing that, but it's like, what about the rich now? I was like, what about the rich, you know, now in five years, like, 
how is that going to change? I was like, are you still going to be the same guy, or, you know, what are you going to do now? I think that has a bigger, bigger effect now. It's like, how do I want, how do I want to leave my legacy? More than anything, it's like, imagine if I would have died that night. Like, what would people have said? So then it was just a lot of like mental programming. Yes. Like talking to yourself every day. Or was it things that you were reading or was it an energy you felt like? Or is it just you? Like you just never quit? One, I mean, I've, I've like over the years, yeah, maybe we got it soft like when it comes to maybe lifts or something like I've felt that. But like when it was things that like, you know what, there's, there's things that need to be done. That part was always like, there's no excuse, like you have to find a way. That big part. Books that I was reading, I mean, there was only really two that really mattered to me. Uh, the book by Greg Everett, which was tough. I was reading that one. That one really helped out a lot. And then I have this little book. It's like a one minute prayer for men. But I was like, I think this book is for anybody. It has a lot of things about, it speaks about integrity, freedom, discipline. And it's just one minute. I was like, sometimes I would like read three or four of them at a time, and it's just like it really helped out understanding things, and it had really helped you know spiritually, emotionally, like understand what I'm going through. Those are big, big, big keys for me to take away. And it's crazy because you had a choice, man. Like, like every, like we all have choices. Like, you could have sat there and been like, why did this happen to me? Why am I going through this? Why me? And you could have just left it at that but you didn't you came back you know you said no like this happened what can I do to get better what can I do to get to the next level right next stage and I thought about it uh, when I was there in the hospital I was like I see all everyone the sacrifices that they're making just to come come visit me because I wasn't here in Browns I was over there in Edinburgh so I remember Rod and Cassie and Leah came to see me one day had tubes attached to me sitting on a chair yeah. Um, True. I, they never had seen a, like a side of me that before, and I honestly think from the injury, as yes, it looked horrible from the outside, but the inside really helped to be a good thing because it, it brought relationships closer, like family that I hadn't seen in years, like my parents, you know, brought that relationship back. It, there was a lot of great things that happened out of it, and I just, and I'm grateful that. I'm still alive, and you know I look at this opportunity or this new chapter more than anything because it's the same thing my dad talks about. He's like it happened towards him, like in his 30s, and it's just like boom, it just flipped the switch in him, and now studying to be a doctor, like it's like sometimes you just need that switch, and it's like sometimes life knocks you down like that. Yeah, man, you're right. And then you can either, you know, learn and, and grow from it or, or let it take you down, man. Goes back to everybody got choices. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, bro, it's crazy. And like you know, most people don't really think about movement until something happens. Like their back starts to hurt, they sprain their ankle, um, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" Like I can't move. Right. This happened to you for like months, bro. Right. And now I see you back at the gym been seeing you here for a good amount of time now and I've seen your progressions just weekly and I gotta say man you're coming along pretty fucking good yeah um for what they told you like oh it's gonna take a while I think you're coming along a lot faster and I sometimes I think it's 
that programming, oh, it's going to take a while, rest, starts to fuck with you. And then you actually start to believe that. But you're like, no, no, I need to move. I know what I need to do. Like, yes. I, I train, I fucking do this, I do that. So it's cool to see, like, even though you were in this situation, like, you're coming back, bro. Comeback is real. You know what I'm saying? And I admire that a lot. And, and it's really inspiring for me to see that. Because there's some days where I'm like, ah, oh, man, my fucking back or whatever. And I don't go to the gym or I'll do another workout. But then I think of Rich sometimes and I'm like, nah, I need to push through. Like, oh, I can do it. What the fuck? You know what I mean? So it's like, thank you for for just being strong, bro, and holding a, a good attitude through this whole fucking thing. It's yeah. really inspiring. Thank no, you. I appreciate thank that, man. And I feel like, I mean, you helped me also as well. Like, in the times that I had aches and pains or the times when even when I came back, you were like, hey, man, whatever you need, I got you. It's like... I want to see you better. It's like you're honestly yes, it's a miracle, but it's so good. It's so great to have a a friend, a team more than anything, right? That it's like, hey guys, like we're here to help each other. Like this gym isn't just like, oh okay, like you're hurt, we'll push you off to the side. It's like no, we want to get you better. Like we lift each other up. That's that was the most probably inspirational part. As far as like people reaching out, sending me messages, uh, checking it up on me, um, that 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 really showed. Okay, I can really make a change here. Yeah, yeah, I think that's evident, man. The uh, so as far as like, I think that's a good sign, bro. You know what I mean? When uh, like not really karma or anything like that, but hey, like if you do good, if you made an impact to others and stuff like that. In times of har- hardship, like you were going through, uh, it was evident, man, that the impact that you've made in people's lives has been very positive. You know what I mean? And uh, you've had a lot of influence on on them in a good way. And so, I wanted to ask you, man. So, uh, going through the hardship that you went through, Rich, right? So, uh, I want you to mention right now, kind of some of the injuries that you sustained, right, dude? Uh, you can go into as much de- detail as you want. It's up to you. You know what I mean? Um, I know with the day that we that we saw you at the hospital, um, it was a change of pace, man. I remember walk, walking in that day, and um, I mean, big rich, bro. You know, see him in the gym throwing down, strong dude, big big dude, athletic, moves well. You know, what I mean, then I saw you in the hospital bed, man. You know, what I mean, and it had been few days between both you know I mean I see Rich one day like this and then it's bam like this you know it's it was hard man it was hard you know what I mean with the tubes and you see all these things and you could barely speak and I, and I could tell there was pain like you could see when people were in pain you know and I could see that you were in pain but you were also in good spirits though at the same time and and that's always kind of been you bro you know I mean I'm not sure if that's something that you know about yourself or not but me knowing you for the years that I have, um, I've always known that no matter what you're go- going through, there's always a positive outlet or mindset or like light at the end of the tunnel for you, you know what I mean, which I think is good and which I think had a lot of carryover into your recovery as well. So was there ever a point, man, like h- hardship, and this is kind of my thing with hardship, this is kind of my belief, like I always think like, hey, 
out of any hardship that we go through, and I was I was actually having this talk with someone this morning here. I told him that usually there's there there's something good. It can be good. Depends. Mindset goes into it. You know, I mean, the way you think going through it. You know what I mean? And Coach Max kind of touched up on this too. It's kind of like you had the choice either to surrender, give up, which a lot of people fucking do, bro. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, man. You know what I mean? They give up too soon. Uh, maybe they don't have the right support around them or whatever it is, you know? But through hardship, the way that I look at hard, hardship is we go through something and there's going to be a positive on the other end. Somehow, some way, some form, whether it's us learning from that experience or whether something good coming from it, whatever it may be, you know what I mean? Um, and that's kind of how I look at hard, hardship now. And I think to get to good, like if I have this extravagant goal, I, I, I prepare myself to say, hey, to get to that goal, you're going to go through hard, hardships because we can have this false mentality too, thinking, oh, I have this goal and it's going to be easy to get to that point. So when people get slapped in the fucking face, it's like, oh, why? What happened? And I think that's the limiting factor for a lot of people's recovery and their goals as well too in life, you know? So we got to be real work with, with ourselves, man, you know? And accidents, um, traumas in life, relationships, whatever hardship we go through, you know what I mean? Some are unexpected, you know what I mean? We receive those and I think yours was in that form. And I think we could kind of prepare ourselves. You know, we can't go through life just thinking life is going to be this easy way through and we're never going to experience whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, mental pain, whatever it may be, you know? But I think the more we prepare ourselves along the way, the better we're going to be able to receive, receive that. And I think that's how you were so successful in coming out of that, dude, because it wasn't easy, Rich. You know what I mean? You were literally stripped of what you love. Uh, I mean, do you literally probably spend the most time from anyone on the team in the gym? Morning to evening, seven days a week sometimes. I mean, you're, yeah. I mean, this is your house, bro. You know what I mean? This is your home. This is where you live. This is where you do your stuff, you know? So I wanted to ask you, man, as it relates to hardship and like stuff, you know, is is we 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 could plan and we could try to prepare as much as we want, man. You know what I mean? But going through the hardship that you did, and I and I'm sure it's probably one been one of the biggest setbacks you ever had in life. Was there ever a moment of doubt that you thought that, fuck, man, like I'm done, like that's it, or was there always like this like light at the end of the tunnel that kept pulling you in? towards the positive side, you know? And definitely, I mean, doubt, I mean, always kicks in every now and then. I I mean, we all deal with it. It's something that you can't just, you know, all take away or be like, oh, I'm so mentally strong, I'm not thinking about this. Like, doubt kicks in. When you're trying something new or something bad happens, doubt always kicks in. And there's no, there's no, there's no chance, right? And it's just more of how, you, how we talked about it, mindset. Mindset probably has to be the biggest indicator where you want to get from point A to point B. And I would say that your mindset, you have to have control over your emotions. You know, the way things go down, the way things happen, you know, whether you're experiencing a breakup, you break something, or it's just like, okay, 
pain is only temporary. That's always probably been a bigger cue. Bigger cue for me is like, okay, if something hurts, it's not gonna hurt forever, right? And it's like this this injury, they're like, okay, hey, it's gonna take a year to recover. It's like, okay, this thing's only temporary. When they talked about, hey man, your ribs are gonna recover in about six to eight weeks, but you have to still start light. I was like, okay, it's only temporary. It's not something that say, hey, you're gonna live like this for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I always thought the mindset always has to be stronger than your emotions because you let your emotions control the best of you. Man, it's just you, we can talk about a whole big, you know, big topic about emotions. But if your emotions are not that strong, right? And you know, sometimes you just have to put those aside. And it's just when I was there in the hospital, it was just one of those things. Like, how am I gonna get back to doing what I love? And it's just like I remember the first day. I mean, the day after. They were like, hey, man, we need to sit you up on a chair to drain out all this blood that you have in you. I was like, I don't think I can. And I was like, it's going to hurt. And they're like, no, we have to. Like, you got to get up. We got to do it. And I was like, oh, dude. And so I remember how that video, like, they pulled me up. And I just feel like all my bones breaking. I feel like people are just stabbing me inside the ribs. Like, it was painful. Like, I never had a fellow pain that excruciating before until then. And I was like, man, when they sat me on that chair, I couldn't last five minutes. I was like, like I was about to cry. I was like, this hurts. I was like, get me up and get me back in the bed. And then a girl was there, they were there, and they were like, I know, like, you can do this. So I was like, and I had to tap in. I was like, okay, I got to put the pain aside. I was like, they're like, no, we need you to see for an hour. I was like, an hour? I was like, I can barely stand like five minutes here. And then once the five minutes went down, I was like, you know what? I think I can do half an hour. Yeah. And then from there, another half an hour. I was like, okay. And then by the time that I knew it, it's a bad story, but they forgot about me. I was in the ICU, they forgot about me. The people that were coming plus getting me were like, oh, we'll come get you back at 11 o'clock. Well, I didn't get picked up till again till like maybe 6 p.m. And uh, the nurses had to do it. Oh, wow. The nurses and my girl had to pick me up. And, oh man, it was horrible. And these are like the nurses like Viquitas. So they're trying to pick up, you know, like a 250-pound guy off a chair. I was like, this is like my third day, I guess, right? And put me back on the bed and everything. Because they're like, hey, we got to move you to a room now. Like, you're good. We just got to move you out. I was like, how are you guys going to get me up? That was probably, I was like, man, when they put me back on thing, it felt like, if a lot of people know what the ex-wife is, it yeah. felt like that was rolling on my back, rolling through my bones. I was Body just, tempering. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Just, on everything was poppy. Everything was poppy when they Oof. let me back down. They were trying to pick me up. And I was like, this hurts. Yeah, man, those are, that's pretty wild, dude. Like, that's pretty intense, man. And and I've never been, uh, I've, knock on wood, man, I've never been, I've never had a traumatic injury. I've never spent time in a hospital, dude. So I can't even begin to imagine the pain, dude, that comes with that, you know. So uh, that's awesome, man. And one of the things that I want to highlight right now, you mentioned, dude, and this is, kind of goes along with that hardship piece, right? About not being naive to that bad times are going to come for us, dude. For everyone, whether it's a death of a of someone that's close to you, whether it's an injury that we sustain. And uh, I think about that often, you know, like it's like, all right, like in the present moment now, physically, emotionally, mentally, I feel good. But I might stub my toe when I get home, or I might cut my finger, 
or I might lose a loved one tomorrow. Who knows, dude? You know, it's life, you know? So I, I think we have to be conscious of that. I'm not saying we have to obsess with that, but you have to have it in the present mind, in the conscious mind, dude, that hardship is a part of life, dude. You know what I mean? And it's how we, it's how we react to it, dude. You know what I mean? How we accept that as well, too. You know what I mean? I like how you mentioned right now, like you could have let the best of your emotions get to you and say, oh, no, 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 it just hurts, it just hurts, so I'm not going to do it. And that, that just would have prolonged that anticipation of pain and made it worse, I think, dude, you know what I mean? So the fact that you faced it live in the moment and you said, you know what, it's going to hurt, but I'll be okay after this, you know what I mean? And I think those are crucial steps, Rich, that you took, man, in your recovery, you know what I mean? And that's how you were able to bounce back so fast, man. So it's awesome to hear, bro. One thing I wanted to ask you, man, so I, I've always been very intrigued on how people go from being bedridden for uh, sometimes days, weeks, months, you know what I mean? How did, your, how did your movement feel getting out of the hospital? Like as far as you like being rich pre-injury, the way you moved, how mobile you were, your functionality, and then how did you feel those first days getting back into the gym? Back into the gym. Uh, if, we, if you guys were here, I mean, you guys saw me on a walker. Mm -hmm. Well, getting out of the hospital, I was rolled out, uh, still in a wheelchair. I I felt like a baby, basically. Like, I was like, I have to learn how to walk. I have to learn how to get up. I mean, there's, yeah, there's just times where I was like, man, I got to start from scratch. And I just, the pain, I guess, was bearable. Some days was more than others, but... Comparing to things then, I was like, okay, it's all a process. And it's like, sometimes I can't get mad about or I can't get upset about, you know, man, I want to get back to how I was. I want to be able to move again. No, it's just like, hey, there's going to be a process. It's going to be slow and steady maybe. But it's like you have control over your emotions. And as you can look at the time frame, whether it's eight months to a year, you can be like, oh, no, screw this. Like, it's going to take forever just to get back to it. Or it's just like, all right. It's like building a, you know, a brick house. Each day or each week, you're trying to find opportunities, trying to find ways how to better your movement. And that's where the biggest takeaway was for me. I was like, I'm not looking at this as a long-term standpoint, like where I got to get to. It's like, let me see how each day feels. Let me see how each week feels. And it's just like, okay, there's some weeks better than others. But, and I feel like that's a lot of our members here too. It's like some weeks they're having really, they're on fire. And some weeks they're like, oh man, I'm not feeling this week. And it's just like, okay, that's where it's that mindset. And it's just like, okay, take back into last week. Last week you had a bad week. Okay, what can you do this week? And it's just choosing more than anything. You have the choice. And it's just like you have to be disciplined enough also to like not let your emotions or not let, you know, what happened in a day affect you so much. And that was probably the biggest key for me was just like, if there's people out there, you know, that probably maybe sustain something worse than I have, then I know I can get back up on my two feet. That was always just finding a way. It was just not like, hey, you know what, I'm done with life, I give up, I'm done. It's like, no. And it was, it was honestly, I was like, man, it's kind of humiliating. I was like, I got to come in a walker over here, but I was like, I got to start, I got to start finding a way. I got to show up. I got to. You showed up, bro. You showed, showed up, up for sure. Yeah. And it was just like one of those things, and it's just like, take away the fear, take away the doubt. And it was just like, man, seeing you guys move, that brought inspiration. 
seeing how everyone's like, how you do, like, okay, that brings motivation. That's just little things that maybe sometimes get overlooked on an everyday to day life when you're, you know, when you're going through life. But it's now, it's like when it's stripped away from you, you appreciate the little things. You know, the small conversations that you have maybe with members, with the person, like, you take account to the little things, you know, be so grateful for because it's like the next day, it might not be there. And that's what made me really appreciate my journey coming back. And it it changed the mindset a lot more. It one it showed me it's like, hey, you don't have time to waste. You know? It's like what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? What do you want to do more in your life? What more do you want to become, especially with a second chance at life? What else do you want to do? And I tell you it's like, man, sometimes it's like how I tell you, you you're on this mountain over here, and it's like, man, I'm trying to climb up to him, trying to get to his level. Oh, and it's like, all right, how can I get there? I was like, okay, yes, I do all these certs, I do all this and that. It's like, all right. But it's like, you know what? It's bigger than just certifications. It's also like coaching. It's also just more of like the communication, the relationship with people, how you carry yourself as a person that has another big key. Because it's like, hey, man, if you're a dick outside, ain't nobody going to like you. Like, people are going to see, you know, true to who you are. And that was one thing too. It's like you can't be one person here and then outside someone else. It's like it's how you carry yourself as a person has a big, big influence. It's like imagine if you bump into someone in the street and you're like, oh, it's like, oh, I don't know you. It's like, no, like, hey, say hello. Like, how you doing? It's like, oh, you're from the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely feel like this injury that I sustained and it's still, still a process. I mean, still going through a difficult time. People think I'm okay. I'm like, I'm not okay. I'm like, I'm over here, you know, sometimes some days I'm with like a barbell and then some days I'm just with a PVC pipe. I'm just like, but it's just one of those things that every day what gets me up, what gets me going, it's like, hey man, I'm not dead yet. There's still, there's still an opportunity, there's still a chance each day to make it a change, to make it an impact. And it's like, okay, don't waste it. You know, that's one big key is like life goes by so fast sometimes that we waste those opportunities that maybe we should have taken. You know, we should have done. And sometimes, you know, if people are hearing this, is like, just do it. More than anything, it's just like, it might be scary to jump, but just like, take that leap. If you fall, if you don't land, just try again. It's like, in anything in life, it's not just here in the weight room, it's not just here, you know, in the gym, but it's anything in life if maybe you wanted to try something, you go into a new adventure, you know, you know, start something, you know, in your 40s, 30s or 50s or whatever, right? You're like, you know what? Just try it. See how things go. Like, we have the opportunity within ourselves to create that. And it's only our choice, you know, if we fail or succeed. You have to have that belief in yourself that that you're going to get back up or you're going to do good. If doubt keeps in, it's like it's your choice to be like, you know what? Shut up. I'm going to try this. I'm going to go for it. Let's see what happens. That was great. That was really good. That was really good. Pastor Rich. Pastor Rich. (laughs) Rich. I think he kind of highlighted some of, like, I was going to ask him, like, his why. Yeah. Pretty much highlighted it there. Yeah, bro. It's really good. And it's realizing that you can do more. You can serve more people. And just kind of going back into, like, the emotional piece, um, we are not our emotions. We're not. These are just thoughts that are coming in. And if you latch on to that thought long enough, you start to become that thought, right? So Marcus Aurelius said something like, um, Man thinketh 
he becomes. Yeah, I've heard that before. Right? Or women thinketh, they become. Right? It goes both ways, y'all. So whatever you think, you will end up becoming down the road. So Rich said something very important that was tapping in. Not a lot of us know how to tap in. That's something that you probably learned in this journey, right? You have to notice your emotions before you even notice your emotions, right? Like, you have to notice in that moment, oh, shit, I'm getting angry right now? Okay, let me, let me dial it back. You know what I mean? Or, oh, shit, I'm getting mad at this, this thing. I stubbed my toe. I'm getting mad. No, no, no. Hey, why? You know what I mean? And you can grow that into other things when it comes to major decisions in your life. You can realize when you're in a panic state and be like, no, step aside, let me just try it out. You know what I mean? So, that's really cool. Now, coming back now and, and doing everything that you've been doing, training, going through everything, you have also created a class. Yes. So, tell us a little bit about this, this creation, your little baby here. Man, so, I mean, everything usually, like, I always tell everybody, I was like, man, if Sometimes we can record the talks that I have on the couch that we have there at home. I was like, man, I was like, this guy's got some ideas, or this guy, you know, knows what he's talking about. Like, it's intriguing more than anything. And it's just like, man, it's, it sparks it up. And yeah, this idea came about on the couch, and then I just thought about it too. It started like, like the same thing with online training. I was like, I'm not there physically. What can I do to help? You know, always finding a way. It's just overcoming and adapting, right? Um, that was probably the biggest key, and it's just. When I thought about the strength class, I was like, man, I was like, okay, we have mostly everything here at the gym. We have a recovery class. We have our conditioning. We have our strength and conditioning. We have a CrossFit class. We have kids' classes. We have even a booty class. You get me? So I thought about it too, and it's just one of those things that I remember back at the old gym, like, okay, we should do a lot of powerlifting. Like, we used to follow, like, maybe a strength program. You get me? And that's where I saw a lot of people. I was like, what about doing something different? And it's just like, hey, for starters, it's just bringing back a program and it's just more of calling it HK Strength. I was like, okay, we'll start with Strength Saturdays with Coach Rich. As for starters, I was like, and I saw the idea and it's like, okay, this can definitely help out members, you know, whether they have any weaknesses or they want to learn something new or just want to get better at movement, right? And this idea was really was really inspiring because it's like how can I give back and I was like you know what you know our people were were my strength you know it's not just me internally like you know whatever comes from the outside in also feeds into your soul and so I was like what can I do to help give back to them and I was like you know what a lot of people love getting stronger you know but learning new stuff uh, or they you know just want to get that fear out you know or they just want to try something new and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up this class. I was nervous as hell when I had to pitch it to him. Uh, I was like, man, I had, I had like, if you saw the board, the board was like filled with things. And I was just like, okay. And then I was talking about, I was like, man, I'm sweating. I just took a shower. I'm already sweating again. I was like, that's good. But life, bro. He he, um, Rod believed in it, and he's just like, you know what? And it's one of those things like, if Rod doesn't see the opportunity or the growth, you know, or like see like, okay, there's a good out of this. It's like, okay, no. But if he, he did see it, he's like, you know what? I'm going to give you that chance. Go for it. And it's just one of those where it's like, okay, that's the door that I wanted to open. 
it's something that I wanted to give back to help out the people. And I'm grateful for that because it's, yes, it's different. And I was like, man, maybe someday it'd be cool, like, if we actually have it integrated into the classes. It's like, hey, you know, you have your options. What do you want to choose from now? It's like, hey, do you want to do some strength? Do you want to do CrossFit? Like, you know, what do you want to do today? It's like, okay. But like a yearly program basically as well too, where they're, you know, whether it's breaking PRs or, you know, getting stronger, you know. But I feel like that, that was one step next. I was like, okay, there we go. We're starting to do something more again. And it was just like, man, I'm barely two months back into the gym. I was like, okay. I was like, where more can I go now? And the month later, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what more else can I do? And I just, I wanted to help. I wanted to just bring more to the community. That was that was the biggest key. It's just like, be bigger than yourself. Be, be, uh, be bigger than yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. Serve a bigger purpose. And it's not just for ego or anything like that. It's just like, man, how can I help someone else, maybe they're going through something, and it's like, maybe this can really open up that door and just, you know, take them to a new height. It's beautiful, man, because, you're again, you're thinking of, of creating something bigger than yourself. And as humans, that's what we strive for. We, we, we want to be able to serve in, in the way that we know how, right? And strength. And accessory and balancing out the body through that is is the knowledge that you're bringing to the table and then throwing it to the members now. So there's many forms of strength, right? And yours is getting a little bit more specific to maybe some of the areas that we don't target in some of the main floor. Because accessory work does take a little longer. I think your classes are like 90 minutes long, right? And they go to two hours. <laughs> two hours. Yeah. So this strength work team is it's very different. It's approached differently. There's a lot of hypertrophy, right, as well, probably. And there's I'm pretty sure there's resting sets, and you have to do this and this. It's a very scientific team. So um, it take a little bit longer. But it's okay because the work is getting put in, and the adaptations are going to occur. But that's just the style of training that strength is, right? Um, which is huge. I think everyone's going to benefit from that. And later, later, we can probably uh, duo like on a flexibility strength course. I think that would be really cool. Okay. I like that. <laughs> That'd be really cool, man. Strength be flexi. <laughs> right? Strength be flexi. So it'd be really nice, man. So um, anything you need to add up, bro? Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to highlight uh, Strength Saturdays with Coach Rich, man. Uh, it's a... Um, I think there's a lot of there there's a lot of things to be learned, man. You know, I'm in the gym, and uh, I think that's one of the more beautiful parts about a facility. Not necessarily just ours. I mean, any of them, man. You know, I mean, is that you're you're getting the chance right now to propel these guys, these athletes, these members that we have, and expose them to a little bit more, dude. You know, what I mean. A little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. That way there's constant growth, that way there's adaptation being pushed on the body, you know? Um, and for many of them, sometimes that's that's the next step, you know what I mean? It's let's get a little bit more detailed with certain things, certain aspects of movement or the training, whatever it is. Let's, uh, let's really hammer down the physiological responses that we have and the biomechanical changes that we want to see, you know what I mean? And there's scientific ways on how to do that, you know, I mean, how to implement that stuff. That stuff takes a little bit more time sometimes, though, you know what I mean? Uh, We would love to make every hour class like that, man, and hammer every aspect of fitness and stuff like that. But 
I mean, this is a great way to do it, man. Fit it into that 90-minute time frame, you know what I mean? And it's good quality stuff, man. Uh, got a lot of good responses and feedback from those that have made it to it, you know what I mean? So it's just great to have that, man, you know what I mean? And I just want to thank you for kind of bringing that to light and presenting something in a form where it's like, hey, like, it's not just an idea. Like, I want to take the lead. Here it is, you know what I mean? And I think that's being innovative. Uh, and it's kind of setting the standard of how these things need to be pushed forward as we go through it, you know. So, um, no, I mean, I'm just glad to, uh, Max had mentioned earlier on about how we have a, uh, just fucking say it, man, we got the dream team here, dude. As far as staff, team, coaches, front desk staff, dude, everyone plays a, a vital role here, dude. Like, huge role, you know what I mean? And uh, it's... It, it's it's awesome to see how um, when you take one part out, like one little Lego piece out of the mix. Jenga block. You know what I mean? <laughs> it can make things wobble a bit. You know what I mean? And it can shake things up. Do you know what I mean? And and I don't like to call y'all. Y'all aren't my staff. Uh, y'all aren't my employees. Like, never looked at y'all as that. You know what I mean? Y'all are my team, dude. You know what I mean? Y'all are kind of the foundation of what we do and what we have and how we move forward in this field, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm, I'm just really glad to have you back, man, for real, you know what I mean? It was one of those things where it was like, fuck, man, like, after seeing you in the hospital that day and seeing how severely injured you were, it was like, shit, man, like, in a second, someone could be taken away from us just like that, bro, you know what I mean? And such a vital piece of the team, you know what I mean? So, I'm just glad to have you back, man. Thank so, you, yeah. thank you. It's good to be back. Yeah, man, it adds, it adds to the vibe, bro, the experience, you know what I mean? So everyone plays a huge part, bro. So I, uh, I don't know, Rich, is there anything you want to highlight, man, as far as uh, just being back and stuff like that before we end the show? I would say just if you guys are dealing with something, right, whether it's personal or anything like that, if you're going through a tough time, right, it's, it's not forever. It's, you know, it's only temporary. And there's many outlets on how you want to express it or, you know, how you want to maybe get cross, you know, cross forward, you know, move forward with your life. Because I know life goes on. It doesn't stop. But it's just like, we, you guys have a team here. You guys have us. Like, we can, you know, help you and guide you guys in the right, in the right way, you know, versus, you know, maybe making some alternatives that may not work out for you. And it's like we have, you know, the knowledge or we have the experience also, you know, to guide you guys. So it's like anything that you guys are going through, you guys will overcome. It's not temporary. You know, it's only temporary and it's just the pain, you know, that you guys go through. Just keep pushing forward. Don't don't let it get the best of you more than anything. I would say that's the biggest key is like don't let your emotions get the best of you. Show up, throw it down, and we'll help you guys get better. I like it. I like it. And those were words from the heart. I can see it. I can see it. Team, what do you see, Rich? Give him a fucking hug, please. A big old hug. A big old bear just hug. Not, just not on my left side. Just not on the left side. Don't touch the left side. I don't give him a uh, <laughs> uh, fucking back, back slap like yeah, I do. Yeah, don't give him a back slap. The first I, week he was back. I made that mistake, man. Right. 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 He hits me for it, man. Yeah, everyone did, dude. So, well, shit, man. I mean, dude, I... I think it's pretty big, man, the fact that you're able to sit in this office right now like we are in the present moment and and talk and do what we love, man. So it's good stuff, brother. For good sure, stuff. guys. Coach Max, you got anything, man? I just want to say 
come to the turkey throwdown, please. <laughs> Show up. Throw it down. But give thanks every day, not just on Thanksgiving. Give thanks every day, team, because it's truly a, a big blessing to be on this planet roaming around. You know what I'm saying? So just be thankful, and uh, we'll see you soon. All right, guys. Till next week, man. Peace. Peace.